listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Homeland on Showtime. This is Episode 9, Season 3, One Last Time. <laughs> I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. And here with me tonight, we have... Julia Kearley. <laughs> or that Julia. I. And, and to my right here is the gorgeous Joe Kay Braswell. That's, mm-hmm. that's me. That's We're happy to be here. So it's, excited it's a, it's to a be here. You guys, a it's sorts. a reunion. Joe and I did um, did the Americans. Americans. And we, I almost said Homeland because mm-hmm. we constantly referred to Homeland and how obsessed we were yep. with the show. And now here we are. Here we are. Watching the episode together. It's like a dream come true. It is. We, 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 are, we are guest hosting um, our, our other mate Nando asked us to come in, and uh, as did Lauren, and, and here we are. We're filling in, and we mm-hmm. love it because we love the show. We're obsessed with the show. Oh yeah, Joe and I every Sunday are texting. We oh yeah, I mean we don't cover Homeland, yeah. and we cover other shows, but, but obsessed with this, th- constantly texting like about it every to Sunday. Talk about TV. So even when we're not here at AfterBuzz, we're talking about TV <laughs> and <laughs> Homeland. You cannot stop talking about. It. I was exactly. just telling them to the last episode, which I missed the after show for, but I was. I think I scratched the first layer of skin off my face <laughs> when. And Carrie was walking, walking through the parking lot, and yeah. Peter Quinn, who we will talk about a little more later, <laughs> shot her. Um, I, I'm just saying we can talk about general impressions of this episode. I thought it was sure. really good. Um, I'm so, so happy that Carrie and Brody finally got in the same room together. Yeah. Um, it was a long time coming. A long time oh. coming. There's a lot of tension there. I have one problem with this episode. There just wasn't enough Peter Quinn. No, <laughs> stop it. Enough. <laughs> We only, Peter Quinn's hot, I guess. Look, the last know? episode, we got to see him in the towel in the shower. Wasn't Ugh. that the last one, or was it the one before that? Yes. That was two, two ago. If, but I'm not counting. I'm but. not going to say that I rewound Ugh. it and then took pictures on my phone of right. the... But I might have. Newsflash, Peter Quinn's hot, I guess. Is he? Is he? Is he? Right. I guess he's a... He's, he's really all right. If, if, you, if you like that. Listen, I, I look, this episode to me was... I mean, this is like top three... Homeland episode really? of all time for for Joe Braswell. Yeah, this was a this why, was a Joe? cracker effing Jack episode. <laughs> why? A why do you, I mean? I thought it was good, but why are you saying that? Well, I think, I think, okay. Well, number one, I think that you know um, on the internet, I, I don't cover the show. I don't, I don't know the you guys, intranet. I know that you guys do a lot of talking, but there's been a lot of sort of complaints about yes. the season. Like eh, nothing's it's happening. Moving too slow. Blah, blah, blah. And you know, I, I feel like they've done a lot of building here. And, and, and there's an interview with Alex Ganser or one of the guys saying that they've they've structured the season as like three acts, right? So the okay. first the first yeah. four episodes have been one act. Well, because that was when we saw that that whole thing was a play, and right. Carrie and Saul were really in on it together. I mean, I screamed at the top right. of my lungs screamed. when that happened. Yeah. Episode down. four was a turn like, oh, okay, act one, and then act two was was was, was the thing. This is when we find out, you know, sort of that. Um, 
I mean, the, the end of Act Two was that we find out that there is a larger play in the larger mm-hmm. plan. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, that has to do with maybe getting Brody out or okay. something else. This is the beginning. This is the first episode of Act Four, which is the last four episodes of the Act season. Three. Act Three. Thank you. you. We can count. We can count. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode of Act Four of Act Three, which is four episodes. We're yes. gonna say, and um, I really feel like that. There's only four episodes. No, there's only three episodes left now. Well, this was this was one, and now there's three more. Oh, that's so this it. Was, Are you yeah. kidding me? It so, goes by so quickly. No. Zooming out, I feel like if you zoom out and look at this as a 13-hour, 12-hour movie, I feel like that this is – there's a lot of story covered here. And I feel like that was a great thing. Yeah. But to ask you, answer your question, the acting in this episode oh my God. was off the charts. I mean every – I thought you were going to say off the chain. No, <laughs> it, could be, it was off the chain too. <laughs> but like it was off the charts. I mean a lot of, lot of two-hander two stuff here, a lot of just like, you know, uh, you know, two people in a room talking. But yeah. I tell you what, Manny Patinkin, oh, oh, this him. was his Emmy episode. For sure, love him. Uh, Damian Lewis. I mean, they, you know, I know we haven't seen a lot of Brody. You know, he's been in mm-hmm. three episodes. He's back. How do you like the Tom Walker scene? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Woo! Tom Walker. Brody went through some major Brody's stuff. And we got episode. a little Abu Nazir too. You know they just had to shoot those scenes. Yes. So we got yeah, brought those exactly. people back. I feel like I've got I've, I got I got twelve episodes in, of Brody in one episode here. <laughs> like he was, uh, he yeah. made up for some lost he, time Lewis, from like, what we've missed from him this season. And, and the journey, so. the story they cover, the journey he went from like you know addicted to heroin to the end where he's like leaving for an op in one hour. Dude, like that's cray, a lot of story cray. to cover. Uh, same with Carrie, great, great, great acting. Her. Oh yeah, and, and people, people are hating on my girl Dana Morgan Taylor. Morgan Taylor did the damn thing. She that did was a the great little thing. scene. This, I, this that's was her I best it. performance. I got to date. sick of watching her pull her sleeves down over her hands. Like <laughs> yeah. that choice to sure. me got a little old. But sure. this here, I mean, look, she. I think that she's supposed to be that like you know, angsty, annoying teenager, yeah. and I think she's doing it right. Like, that's what she's supposed to be doing. She was annoying. And I it annoys think we're, we're, I think we, we're supposed to kind of hate her a little I bit. I think we are. I that think you're you right. you want to grab her by the shoulders and shake her and be like, what are you doing? Right. No. But So I guess in that respect, she's actually a genius actress. No, she's good. Because I want to kill her. Right, exactly. She's doing her job. But tonight, I think she really, she really brought it on home. She really sold it. That performance and that one scene oh, was God, so yeah. powerful and just so well done. I was just like, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> that was my impersonation. That was really, really good. Cool. Amy goes to Morley <laughs> for her impersonation of Morgan Taylor. That's right. Um, <laughs> what did you think? I mean, this is his top. What do you say? Top three. Top favorite? three. Yeah. What about you, Julie? I put it up there. This was. This episode was so jam-packed. I'm still, like, processing processing it and piecing it all together. But um, you're right, Joe. The acting was just, like, out of this world. Every single performance was so spot-on and so nuanced and... Off off the charts. Just insane. 
insane. I'm so impressed with these guys. Yeah, yeah. I guys agree. Win. And, you winners, know, winners all around. And, and 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 shout out and shouts to Barbara Hall, who uh, who wrote this episode, who's uh-huh. a super super gigantic veteran who's been. I mean, she goes back to moonlighting, folks. Oh, she. Yeah. But she's been around for a long time, and she also knows how to write an episode and knows yeah. how to like talk I'll and say. do the story. And was, I think the writing was fantastic. Again. Tons of story covered here. Yes, like we, so we, we've much. got. I mean, think, I, think what happened here. Like we, we we got you know Brody from heroin active, heroin active spec op guy. We got Carrie from being shot in the hospital to running back running uh, her asset like she's a real CIA agent. Uh-huh. We got Saul being Saul the CIA agent that we know who he is and the whole Lockhart uh, thing. Lockhart, all that stuff. Not to mention the, the mirror. Last year, we were so worried about Mr. Mumbai, the, the Mira's, Mira's yeah. little, um, you know, F buddy. Yeah. And this year, and then one episode, he's dispatched of. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's, <laughs> we find out what's going on thanks to Virgil and Max. I love Virgil and Max. And Virgil, Virgil and Max always come in. They, they're like the little sneaky, the sneaky dudes that come in and like, Peel back a, a sheet, and you're like, "Oh, oh, that's what was going love, on." Yeah, yeah. so great. And then Senator, so good. Senator Lockhart, we have oh. him neutered instantly. Dude, yes, you know, I was waiting for or, that. Yes, yeah, so that that was great. It uh, was a little uh, anticlimactic, though, because I wanted Saul to punch him in the face. Yeah, yes. I wanted that. Yes, but I know it's for the bet. It's a, a longevity thing. It's not an instant gratification type thing. But still, you wonder. always had to know that Saul has a major end game that is ten yeah. steps ahead yeah. of all of us. When I you want Saul. him to make like the most obvious decision, like yeah, yeah. punch him in the face, well, spit he, he that. in his face, and kick him in the nuts. He did yes. have that lovely uh, line though when he about said he didn't want to embarrass his wife yeah. and he didn't want to ruin the eight because that's Saul's. But there's got to be more to it. But you know what's interesting is let's okay, let's talk about Saul. Let's talk about Saul. Saul, this season, we've been talking about on our show, feeling like he's having this like power struggle. Like he's in, he's in power right now, after Estes is gone, and he's having a hard time uh, pulling the trigger, if you will. Like in right. that op where he had to the the Toto op, yes, the, yeah, that yeah. one where he had to kill the six people, Tin yes. Man Down or whatever it was called. Yep, yep, that was the, it. The Toto Op. No, no, that was it. The Toto Op <laughs> was the uh, official CIA name of that operation. No, no I'm but kidding. Ten, but ten, <laughs> ten, man, <laughs> ten Man Down. Ten Man Down. Toto. Toto. Toto Op. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm talking about, okay? I, I, I was with you the whole time. Page, he, yeah. could, he could not. I was with you. Okay, seriously, I do pay attention. Um, he could not pull the trigger on that. And then we're watching him at home have this power. He can't, you know, pull the trigger with his wife either, if mm-hmm. you will. And, so um, speak. yeah, and now we're seeing him step back up. Yeah. But still in a way that's not, that, that's a little bit understated and like, in his own little Saul way. Like, there's no, it, all these characters have Achilles heels, like we know what carries is. Right. And Saul, is I think his Achilles heel is his job, and it's a constant struggle between his wife and his job. And it was interesting that in this episode we saw him put them as an equal. Yeah. In that scene when he said, first, I don't want to embarrass my wife, and right. second, it would ruin the agency. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I feel like the, in seasons one and two, we've seen Saul. I mean, I think the general impression of Saul is he's obviously a competent. Competent officer, we like been through a lot. Yeah. But we felt like I felt like we got introduced to Saul. He was a bit. He felt a bit broken. 
like he's a bit broken. It's a, he came off with this sort of a soft, sort of like, you know, bearded, you know, broke, competent, but sort of broken man. I like, you know, he's over, I just want to retire, me and my wife want to get out of here. Well, he also had, in, to interject for a second, he was directly compared to Estes, who was cold and right. emotionless. Right. And just like, this is the op, who cares, da da And Saul, we, we got a lot of emotion from him, which yeah. is not normally what we would expect to see, or at least what this show is trying to give us the impression of that these officers have, that they don't pay attention to their emotion. He and Carrie are the only ones that really do that. Well, we right. were introduced to Sal as sort of her uh, Carrie's mentor right. and confidant when she is the one who is, is broken and on the edge. Totally. So we were introduced to him as being sort of a... A, a sensitive character, yeah. a, a, sh- a shoulder for her to, to I mean, to cry on right. in essence, but because right. we had confidant, we ha- exactly, and we had to one person that would fight for her always, and it was him. It was him. And then even in this season, it's the two of them still, even though they're at odds a lot, especially in this season and as we've seen. Yeah. It's the two of them. They totally. were the only two on this whole operation in the beginning. Well, and this, 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 this is my point. The point that I'm getting to is that, like, this season entirely, and especially in this episode, and last few episodes, we get to see why. Saul is Saul. You don't get to be mm-hmm. the almost head of the CIA without exactly. being really good at what you're doing. Yeah. And so from the very beginning, we see Operation Toto. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. No, we, we see the whole thing in that Tin Man Down episode, whatever that was. Like, we see him run that up. Like, oh, this guy, ever this entire season, we see Saul, like, he's pissed because, you know, the, the bombing happened. You know, he wasn't, he's not answering the SCs anymore. It's like, I'm stepping up. Mm-hmm. This entire season, he's been no bullshit Saul. But now... He's had this elaborate plan, and he's like the, the secret plan that he's had to sort of put Javadi back in play. He's doing this. Mm-hmm. He's he put Carrie in to get Javadi, and now he's got Brody. He's got this elaborate chess piece plan, and now he's executing it. And I feel like Saul is like really evil mastermind. Not evil is not the right word, but he's a mastermind. Yeah, we see him doing this and yeah. working assets and doing the right thing, and 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 still. He's very, very impressive as a CIA And, you know, his history goes way, way, way back. So he is operating under under favors and under uh, uh, things that have happened decades ago when he was overseas. Well, with uh, Javadi, I mean, it's like... I mean, yeah, right there. That connection is, what, 30-something years Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think that he, um, uh, like I said, uh, the impression that the show gives at least that... Saul likes to operate a little differently than most CIA agents mm-hmm. will. I think he it it's the same thing that makes Carrie a great agent that also makes her a huge risk is that tie and and connection to her emotion and yeah. the instinct there and it it what like I said it's what makes her brilliant and also what makes her a huge risk and yeah. Saul he is a little more level-headed than her, but still can tap into that emotion, and that's the only way they ever connect. Otherwise, they just wouldn't ever yeah. see eye to eye. Because he's right now, he's about to be like "fuck you" to her, yeah, for which sure. he says all the time. I mean, he's like this close, but there's that one little connection that they have. They and they both have that undying love for their job. Yeah, and each other. I mean, and like, each you, other, you know, of course. And, yeah, and the but, greater good, which is. The country, and, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I just the feel job. like that. We, yeah. I feel like that. At least me and, and you know on the internet, you hear this, but it's kind of like, how did Saul get this job? Saul is kind of a pussy, and Saul is this. And I don't da, think da, da, he da. is. I no, never I mean, thought people, of him. Yep. I've never thought of him. This is kind of what I've been reading. I've been kind of half thinking. But yeah. this season, you're like, oh, this guy. I get it now. He's he's a badass. He's quiet and he's understated, but yeah. he is. I don't so think, brilliant. I never thought of him as like a pussyfooting character ever. Right. I just thought mm. that he. 
just goes about things in a different way, that he he flies under the radar or he's always got a, a plan to... And he usually executes. I right. mean, he usually does. Sure. I feel like I trust him... Well, I think it's because of the writing and, and the way that they perceive him, but I feel like I trust him more than any other character in the whole show. Right. Any of them. And that was really cool, that moment when he had to go to uh, F. Murray Abraham. What's my man's name? Uh, Adal. Adal. And ask about when he had to sort of talk about what was going on with Mira and this guy. Uh-huh. And I, it was really like when she says it's, it's a guy who she's had a relationship and possibly still does. It just, that was a relief to let him, to, for me to know that he still may know that there's something going on. I feel like there was a moment there where he felt, felt like. Okay, Saul he's was, not getting the wool pulled over. Yeah, his eyes. he's yeah. like, he's, he's blinded by love and he wants this thing so bad, but like, he's gotta know, but he yeah. doesn't know. And, yeah. but he, you know, he saw, he knew the whole time, yeah. which is kind of like, yeah. that was kind of refreshing. He just me. reacts differently than you would think. He's not gonna do the conventional, I'm the mad husband. He's not gonna run that off but the same way another CA agent would. It's like, right. his wheels are turning way faster and dug down way deeper than anyone else. That's what I like Which about him. Which is, again, him. also frustrating about him. The same way we wanted yeah. to wanted him to kick the senator in the nuts and mm-hmm. punch him in the mm-hmm. face. You mm-hmm. wanted him to do the same thing to, to the boyfriend, to, yeah. The, yeah. to the guy she's having but an see, affair with. Yeah. But that's but I, just how he works. I don't he, think, I think it's processes. Be, totally. And I don't think it's because he's a pussy. I think it's just his way of getting to the jugular in a different manner. Sure. Because he always goes for it. Um, well, wait, can I just, you um, can we talk briefly about like we talk about Saul, but can we talk about Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, oh, like, love him. What's wrong with this guy? Oh, Nothing, right? God, do I love everything now, earlier, he touches? I had, I had oh, my Mandy, I had my Mandy Patinkin beard. Yes, I had a giant beard. I haven't seen you in a while, but I had a giant beard. No way. And I was calling myself the Black Mandy Patinkin. I have to say, I've been love a him. I've been a Mandy Patinkin. I'm I'm a huge. I, I'm a huge theater and musical theater wow. geek, like nerd out. Yeah, grew up in it, so I have known of him. I've had his CDs, like nerd. So I love I've <laughs> loved him forever, and I just have to say, like Mandy, you make you have Mandy. had the most amazing oh, career. Mandy, he has just chosen so yeah. wisely, mm-hmm. and I mean, every step he's taken from he was Chicago Hope, right? Yep. And uh, and Criminal Minds. I mean, Princess Bride, and like Princess Bride. Every little thing he does, it's it's just it's he so is um, incredible, and this is brilliant. just like, I think that pinnacle. Of a he, career. There's there's a reason why you believe every word coming out of his mouth is this yeah. brilliant man because he himself has got to be a brilliant dude. I actually went back. I again, I'm gonna not just one more second. I went back because I've been so obsessed with the show Homeland, right. and um, I just looked up some old clips of him uh, on Broadway in these big musical productions like uh, Sondheim, Sunday in the Park with George, and just. Watching him now, knowing him as Saul, and mm-hmm. knowing what he can do when you take away his incredible voice and incredible uh, stage presence, mm-hmm. even that was so subtle and nuanced oh, and yeah. just brilliant. I'm like, I love you, Manti. Yeah. I love him. I may have shed a tear. He's oh, my, yeah. He is my. I have a soft spot in my it, heart. It's all around. I hope he's nominated because this was a great episode. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's I agree. All. That's all no, the that's good. We can do. Yeah, yeah, I love him. That was my nerd out. Yes. Yay, nerd out over here. Yay, Mandy. <laughs> Um, so, so Carrie, so we've obviously, we've been seeing a lot of, you know, interaction with he and Carrie and of course she's going rogue and doing all her Carrie-isms as per the usual. As she does. Um, which is what makes the show good and we have to have a little bit of it. You know, they're, they're trying to, like they said at the end of the episode, they got to learn to trust each other, at least pretend like they do. Mm -hmm. And you know, she has reasons not to trust him too. Right. Um, 
or to worry about it, uh, at least, just because he's put her, you know, and people like to constantly remind this to Carrie, and when Lockhart came into her room, that these people, they're doing it to her. Right. So she trusts them, really? I mean, she, she's she got to be thinking about that. I think she does, in her heart of hearts, trust them, or at least just knows that she'll, if if she ends up getting hurt or killed, it's because she died in the line of duty and she right. doesn't care about that. But I do think that there's a little bit of that brewing in her mind um, that, you know, that all the things that she's gone through is because of, you know, the people around her, the people right. in charge, people who call the shots. But, but she's kind of, willing sorry. to do it, though. But don't they kind of have to lie to her because she's so quick to fly off the handle and think emotionally rather than right. logically? Yeah, like they, they have to protect themselves. And everybody whatever has the mission is. Yeah, and I feel like everybody in the show has a secret. I mean, look what she did when she got shot. She so deserved to be shot. Yeah, she this did. was months and months and months right. of work and and yeah. and being undercover. And you're just gonna blow it all in this one second, totally. Because she to thinks, clean Brody. yeah, it's yeah. all for Brody. Well, that is her see, and that's big weak, weakness, huge weakness, and I feel like Saul knows that and so he's going to use that. They're all playing each other with something. Yeah. He's you, you know, he's got that Brody angle. It's like he wants to get her close but not too close cuz he knows she'll start doing shit like taking him to the hotel to see Dana. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that scene made me so nervous. Um it's crazy. and you know, she'll start doing stuff like that. I wonder if Saul knows if she's pregnant. I don't I don't I, I don't think anyone knows she's pregnant. I really I don't. Think they don't. What I, you don't think he can just go into the talk to that doctor and be like, I need to know every single thing about what's happening. Man, right you know, now. He surely can. I mean, well, could he know? Sure, like, but I don't think he does. I, I, yeah. he, he could know. I don't, I don't think he does. I just you know, back to Carrie. I feel like that this is you know very similar to Saul. I feel like that this is really, really great. First of all, another like fantastic acting job. Oh my god, she's um, always good. I mean, she's fantastic. I mean, I think that people were really upset, like in the first, the first uh, act of this of this season, the first four episodes. They're like, "Uh, Carrie's doing the crazy thing again," mm-hmm. you know, blah 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 blah. I'm a little tired of that, which was which was one thing. But I feel like this is the first time all worth the moment, though. When we well, found yeah, out. well, it was. We found all worth the moment. But I feel like now we have a situation where Carrie is competent. Carrie, we had the first season where she was competent, and then she was, you know, sort of a little got a little crazy and off off the meds. Season two, she's on the meds but then she's you know a little little erratic mm-hmm. now she opened season three with being completely off off you know off of her meds and crazy mm-hmm. but now she's settled down this is very competent i wonder what carrie yeah i wonder and how, it's good to see how is that happening though because she's not on her meds and she has a real disease that really has to be treated medically it does but there, but she did but she did say that she has she has a handle on it and she has her own thing but and I'm not, we like, don't see her doing any of that we, so in my opinion no, i'm wondering true. how she's maintaining this because this although we'll say oh you know oh she got crazy or she got whatever her disease is a real thing totally. that yeah. is serious and it can be completely and totally controlled or helped with medication most of the time, but we know she can't do that because she's pregnant, but I'm wondering how she's maintaining this level of competent carry, which is what we're seeing. How is she doing that? Well, I mean, look, there's I mean, there's, there's tons of cases of people who have bipolar disorder who, I mean, it's it's not all, it's not one size fits all, right? No, true. So there's, there's different levels who, and severities. Yeah, there's people who, you know, really, who, who function really well on the meds. There's people who have found ways to function well off the meds. I mean, we can only go by the assumption that, by, by some of the ex, 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 exposition we had earlier in the season, that she has a routine. 
she has a routine she and she's, she's dealing yeah. and, and maybe this and maybe her work is keeping her focused and yeah. keeping her, I mean we can only assume but yeah and, and who knows maybe something will trigger her and go off the deep end yeah. but what's great yeah. is this is very similar to Saul to me you wonder like you know you forget that Carrie is a bit a competent well decorated, wonderful totally. CIA agent for oh, yeah. a long time. She's not just some crazy broad. No, no, no. Like she knows the F she's doing. She's good at what she, she gets does. it and done. She, and she mentioned it earlier in the in the season, like like I, you know, like I've ran assets in other countries. I know what to do. I've turned assets. I I've I've done what you've done. And she has. And so you get to see that with her interactions with Brody. It was almost like when she went in with Brody she went to work. I mean, she mm. loves him and everything else, but she went to work. She did. But you did you notice, speaking of the acting, in that scene where she was like, drink this, but not yep. too fast. You're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. That scene, I watched her, like, speaking of nuances and things, like, I watched, like, an eyebrow twitch oh, yeah. or, like, oh, yeah. part of her face no. move. Like, this was, like, her... That was so complex, that acting, the choices she was making, because she wasn't choosing to do the obvious and, like, expose this love for him. She was choosing to hide, to cover, which is always an interesting acting choice Mm -hmm. for me because um, it's so much more real. And and she is so talented Mm -hmm. that I love that layer that she was, like, that her just being, like, let's get straight to the point, um... Let's talk about Dana, things like that, where you know she's carrying his child and watching that eyebrow twitch because it's that it's that her heart inside of her saying, I want to tell you, I want to reach out, I want to hug you, I want to tell you I love you, I want to tell you I'm pregnant, I want to tell you all these things. But watching those little nuances happen in her fa- I mean, that shit is so is a fan- fantastic good. performance. It's really... The, her <sighs> affection is so subtle that it's so... So engaging she's to won, watch. What this is two Emmys mm-hmm. for this? Oh, yeah, she's a bullet. She, I yeah. loved her ever since my so-called life. Jordan yeah. Catalano. Can we talk about Jordan Catalano and the boiler room makeout? I don't care about Jordan Catalano. No, you don't. But I really, really. <laughs> I mean, I have a question Catalano. for you. Okay, we life. just for a second, really quick. Jordan Catalano or Peter Quinn? Jordan Catalano. I can't Peter Quinn. I gotta do it. I, it, uh, it, it good, we won't fight. It goes back. You can okay. have Jordan. Here's, I'll here's take Peter. Okay. Here's Thank what you. I take. <laughs> I knew we were for next to be topic. friends. No. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, we, we have spent, I know, I know. No, okay, but we have spent time during the Americans talking about the Russian hottie oh, yeah. that gives the blowjobs. Oh, yeah. We oh. give you your time. Uh, Nina, don't, don't, don't. Okay, fine. Let's ask you a question. Carrie or Marina or or Jessica? Oh, uh, I feel like I know who you're going to pick. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Jessica. Jessica. Duh. Like, yeah. The wife. Yeah. Okay, I don't watch that show. No, no, no. This no. show. This show. Oh, on this Jessica. show. I thought you were talking about Americans Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah sorry. Because yeah. Carrie yeah. Russell is on the American side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Carrie okay. Russell wins, wins everything. Carrie on Homeland or no. Jessica the wife. Oh. I said he, Jessica. Oh. He but what, I mean, I, you know, yes, I like girls. But listen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I've loved Claire Dane since my so-called life. Yes. She's yes. an amazing yes. actress. I love watching her. This That scene I'm was great. Um, I thought, I like how they opened up with her seeing him. And him rolling over and then rolling back over, and she lost it. Mm-hmm. She just lost it. And you're going, is she going to be able to do this? And then the next time you see her, she's in there. She's going to work. You see the little affections in her mm-hmm. face, the little nuances, and you're going, oh, my God, she. this is so hard for her. But she – and then – what? Stop. Why was she smoking? Is she trying to yeah, ruin the pregnancy? No, oh, this pregnancy is really fascinating she's to me. She's boozed up. Thing is she's that- smoking. 
She's on the on the drugs. She seems so like torn, and she's admitting to a lot of these things. I thing is, I keep on forgetting that she's pregnant, and I feel like she keeps on forgetting that she's yeah. pregnant. You know, she's like, in denial. It's so secondary to her. Well, how about that doctor? And her life. How about the doctor? Oh, the doctor. When he's like, just in case you're wondering, the baby's fine. Yeah. It's like <laughs> who's that? Yes, like it's just I feel like it's secondary to her, and especially before Brody came back into her life, and now here he is, and now she's being affected by that, and now I feel like maybe the pregnancy is something she's going to be. Dude, uh, I just wrote down. A I more. just wrote down a prediction. Sorry, I okay. Well, I'm, so I'm going to ask it before you before you even just maybe it, is that baby going to make it? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I am not ready to say that yet. Okay. But I'm ready to say that I have a prediction about the baby, and okay. it's really effing good. Okay. We'll wait for wait, we'll wait for that. But I, I will say <laughs> one, one last thing about I want to say about Carrie is that like again, to second what you've been saying, performance is fantastic. It does that great thing where we have the, we we know as the audience know that a she's pregnant and b she's in love with Brody, but but we also know that she has to sort of work the asset, and it's all in her face, yeah. and it was a brilliant performance. Oh, so good. And I really hope it doesn't go unnoticed because she's got a lot of shit for like you know great acting from seasons one and two. Then maybe she's phone, maybe the the uh, the uh, the writers and producers are leaning on her little crazy bit too much in in, in the first part of the season. Yeah. But she's acting her ass off, and that was all phenomenal. And so also good. for that's for Claire Danes and for Carrie, you know she did the job. Like she mm-hmm. actually did everything she had to do to to doing. bring this asset to like so whether whether it's Dana like that's kind of like. She knew what she That's had to ballsy. do. And you, you thought that oh, she would so go, smart. but she could have went with like, I love you, I'm pregnant, mm-hmm. you have to do it for me, blah, blah, blah. She didn't go with that. No, she, she went, went with, with that Dana. first. Because I she, think, I think that she, there were moments in this episode again where it was like a choice and a look she made or one little tiny facial movement where it looked like she wanted to tell him, but yeah. she's waiting for the right moment. It's like she's constantly, Oops. uh, pulled between making, um, uh, when it comes to Brody, emotional uh-huh. choices that will serve her emotional purpose mm-hmm. or choices to yeah. serve whatever the mission is. That's, and that was a big choice was to choose Dana over her own baby. That is very true. And I think that's the whole thing with Carrie and what makes her so interesting and what makes her a good agent and yeah. like a risky agent at the same time. Because she will... Um, she compartmentalizes those two things for sure. Like one, you know that you see her in those moments where she's just going for for her. Like she yeah. wants it and you, she just does something crazy and you're like, oh God, what are you doing? And then you see her in those moments where she's like putting herself on the line to get, you know, running through the uh, warehouse and Abu Nazir's chasing her and like, you, and she just like taking one for the team. Like she right. doesn't so care. Geniusly manipulative, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to him. And you can see that it pains her sometimes oh. to put him through these things. Oh, it's killing her for the greater good. Well, this you is know? the thing that she, she, she's a, a solid agent. And then last thing I'll say, I keep saying the last thing I'll say, but this is really the last thing I'll say. On this. <laughs> this is really this famous is last really word. The last famous, thing famous I'll say last words. No, but like we talk about during the Americans all the time, I talk about how much I love. Uh, these, these real true spy thrillers. We're mm-hmm. talking about the real, this is what spying really is. I mean, we, we know spying as, you know, James Bond, mm-hmm. bumping around, sleeping with some rods, shooting the gun, some gadgets. No, this is actually what really, what the CIA and the KGB and in the Americans case, mm-hmm. this is shit they really do. And this is really super compelling as drama so to watch good. them not just, you know, pull off masks and, you know, yeah, and, exactly. and, and, and have gadgets. This is really about them like working assets and working to cover and doing the shit and that they how, do. And how, and with and same as with the Americans. Now, look, we're right. comparing the Americans, but it, it, 
it's not good unless we know that their lives and emotionality are entangled yeah. in this somehow. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why. why it makes fantastic and drama. And what better way to entangle these two lives than to have her be in love with him, yeah. with Carrie be in love with Brody. Oh, and pregnant with his baby. And, oh, and that's just my baby daddy. That's just my... Why did they not play that song during the episode? It would have fit seamlessly. Guys. By the way, seamlessly. speaking of... Because speaking of songs that played throughout the episode, and we're going to start talking about Brody because he was a huge player mm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. How much did you love the training montage, Joe? Well, listen. That was I'll, not very typical of Homeland, but I'm they were a, like, I'm a, "I'm a goddamn sucker for a good training montage." We thought they were right going to start playing. Julia and oh, I were yeah. like, "Are they going to play Eye of the I Tiger?" Tiger. <laughs> dun, He's dun, like, dun, dun. and it's like that, fatigue. Dun, dun, dun. When, he, when he when he went dun, to dun, like, dun. "I'm ready," and they cut to like the spec op, the special ops guys, <laughs> and Brody jogging. I was like, "I the, like those boys the music, too." The music cue hit. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" I know. Hey, it pumped me up. Montage ever. It pumped me up. It always makes me want to work out. It always makes me want to go do whatever the end game is. The training montage. It. I can watch. I should watch. I should make a tape and you watch. Like make a montage back back. of training You'd montages. Like, yeah, I would be a training like montage Rambo, montage because that's what I need. Dude, is that what you mean? Because I watched that episode, I was like, I'm going to go be a CIA agent <laughs> yeah. and go work out and just be fucking hot and I do could, my thing. I could shoot a gun like that. What are you talking about? Yeah, and then I like, then the episode was over and I was already over Yeah, it, but then see, somehow I start imagining. <laughs> be able to sustain it. Somehow. somehow I start imagining those things. Like, I could be like Carrie and I could like round the corner and like pull back the curtain and yeah. ooh, Peter Quinn's there in a towel. <laughs> and then right. I get distracted. I get it. <laughs> And then so, I get to And then you're done. Uh, then the, you're the, the, like, the question wait, that you have, I have oh, for, you'd for be you the worst is, agent ever. I know. How, how do you feel about Peter Quinn? <gasps> Interesting question. I think he's curious. like, eh. Curious. Fascinating. I don't do, I don't, I don't, when this is, I'm a guest on the show. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, getting, I, I'm beginning to get the idea that you like Peter Quinn. He is a hot piece of ass. <laughs> okay. H-P-O-A. And... I love him so much. Um, and there wasn't enough of him this episode. And yes. we um, still want to... I Where was Farah in this episode? She was Farah oh. away. She was uh, Farah oh, away. Oh, no. Wah, wah. Um, okay, happened. so... Yeah. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Marissa Serafini. Speaking of far away and now back yep. on Homeland Turf, mm-hmm. Brody is back. We've been waiting for this day. Brody's uh, back. Brody's back. He Guys, had Brody killed it he this had, episode. He had a little bit of a t- a little bit of a stint with the heroin. Look, yeah. Remind me to never ever do heroin. Do heroin. Yeah, no, don't do ever. Number do one, that. yes. A, remind Good me plan. to never have to detox on heroin. Yeah, not and, safe. Uh, and remind me to never do heroin. Okay, I got you back. Right. I'll remind you. Because I keep oh, hearing about this heroin, Joe. People say, <laughs> Joe. Yes. Don't ever do heroin. I will not. Um, people say it's the best thing in the world. The, the best thing in the world. Say that. Some yeah. People say no. The people who like ah, uh, heroin's the who best. Are doing heroin. No, for the first no. time. No, no, no. no. Oh. Let me, let me, let me clarify. Wait. What people are saying it. What, yeah. what, the high what, from heroin. The high from heroin is supposed to be like euphoric. Yes, and which is why. Euphoric. Which is why it is highly, highly addictive. Not and only mentally, but physically in your body. Like you cannot. The detox from heroin is supposed to be absolutely. You can never re- recreate that first time you did it, and so you try. It's so you're spending the rest of your life trying. Chasing it. Meanwhile, it's also physically addicting and it destroys your body and you die. I saw right. train spotting. It's well, terrible. Well, 
Brody, kick, kick it. Brody, by the way, is like superhuman because somehow he could. I mean, okay, I wanted to ask you guys about Brody. I mean, I know he's done some crazy shit. He, you know, the, some bad things have gone down. But do you or did you at any point feel sorry for him this episode? Yes. Yeah, I feel totally. bad for him. For sure. I mean, like at the end of the day, Brody is still the main protagonist of this episode, and yeah. even, even if, of this series, rather. And so, at this stage of the game, knowing that he didn't do the bombing, mm-hmm. knowing that he, you know, has kind of turned a little bit. I mean, I feel like I don't know if we're supposed to feel sorry for him, but I do. I, I feel. You for have him. to think about the fact that when when Saul walked in on him, like just in that room, obviously hadn't moved from that spot in days on heroin just out of it hadn't eaten nothing you have to think like dude this how many times does this human being have to go through this in his life yeah yeah i mean he like he wanted to die yeah he absolutely wanted to die or wanted to just you know this is kind of the thing about why he took the heroin in the first place because when we saw when we saw he last saw him he was really trying staying healthy to try to get out he's really trying to get out and after that the imam, the uh, imam, and the and his wife, and his wife got yeah. killed. Mm-hmm. You can see him like just completely giving up. Like well, you know what? I, just I think give up. the thing that that allows you also to sort of not just disregard him and stay on his, his side for whatever reason, even if it's just for a little bit, is that the only thing that's keeping this guy alive is it's always a good, even if he does shitty things in the process. His his ultimate end goal end game is always for the love of like a child whether it's his own or whether it was uh isa or mm-hmm. so it's like you almost can't fault him really because you're like he's doing it for like something genuine and something right. beautiful almost right. but yeah he gets lost along the way and 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 question here is can you blame him i mean you're stuck in, you know, a foreign country. People are trying to turn you. They're torturing you. It's been eight, eight years yeah. he was gone for. Well, he was at turned. some point, he was, he, was he was turned. But at some point, you got to go, do I just do this to live? I mean, what do you, yeah. you know, it's like you can't blame the guy. But then, of course, you know, the suicide vest and all that stuff yeah. that Carrie brought up this episode is like, that's the stuff where you go, okay, hold on. That's what makes you go, I don't know if I really trust you. But you know deep down inside like I said, the end game, the the one thing that he's like fighting for, it's now it's the love of his his child, which is why I think this pregnancy will come into play. Mm-hmm. Well those are inimaginable circumstances, first yeah. of all. I mean to be kidnapped and tortured and blah blah blah. I mean God, I mean I wouldn't you know, don't wish that on anyone. He was turned, which is which and he was bad, but we saw in season two what where he was returned and sort of redeemed himself uh, all the way through. And listen, I we we, we gotta root for him, but you know, I really, I, I can't help but think about, uh, sticking with the characters, Saul, the way Saul mm-hmm. was very much like, whatever we gotta do. And the doctor, the, the spec ops guy was like, dude, even the spec ops guy, the special ops guy, who was, the, who was, you know, the doctor was looking like, dude, this is like cruel and unusual. Yeah, this may kill him. Saul's like, do it. Well, so this is, I, for one <laughs> time, for one time in the entire three seasons, that, that was a moment where I was like, man, Saul, I hate saying this because I love him so much, but I was like, is he a little fucked up with no, that? Well, this because is, this is the CIA. my French. But I mean, I feel like because they keep hitting that point with Carrie, the lawyers brought that to her attention. Um, and 
And Lockhart brought that to her attention. He's like, these people will do right. anything. Well, that's, this is like not. This is part of the job. I get it. Yeah, in the world we're living in here, this, this is, is the, the world of homeland. I know. Like he again, when I said before, you don't get to be Saul Berenson like by like being like. You know, I know, not doing, I know. This is why you got to see him like, oh, this is why Saul is Saul, because he's the guy who can go in and say, do it. I know. Like, you know, and guess what? It worked. And, you know, he's also the same guy who can take Carrie and put her in that position. And, and she, Carrie could have spun out. She could have gone crazy. She could have killed herself. Saul had to just let it play out and just know yeah. that, like, she's strong enough. Brody, same thing. Yeah. Spun out, killed himself. He's got to let this play out. You know, he, he let, he let uh, uh, my man go in there and kill his wife and his, you know, like... He didn't let that happen, but you know, yeah, you know yeah, the, yeah. the risk yeah. he took. Like this is this is a you lot. You have to take risks. There's high yeah. stakes yeah. here yeah. for the greater good, and this is kind of why you want these things. But Brody, back to Brody, because he's, he's Brody. Main what do you? You know, I mean, Brody. Uh, Saul, when Saul was talking to him, and he says, "I won't think of you as a victim here," mm-hmm. and I, I it made yeah. me like step yeah. back for a minute, and I. I Automatically, I started thinking of all the bad things that he's done since we've known mm-hmm. Brody. But yeah. if you take it back to the very beginning, since before we knew Brody, I mean, he went into this as a Marine. He yeah. went into this, you know, to fight for his country. And he believed in that wholeheartedly. I feel like he's the ultimate pawn, in essence. So then he's captured. That's what I'm saying. Can he's you brainwashed him? after yeah. all these years. Uh, and he fights it, fights it, fights it, fights it. And how long can you fight it? So then, yeah, he comes back and he does these That's atrocious things. Yeah. But then they bring him back. Mm-hmm. You know, they they make him kind of see the light in essence. Yeah. And he's on the right path and he's kind of on the straight and narrow and getting his life back together. And right. then this whole bombing happens and they ship him off to Venezuela. And of course and he, he looks fights guilty. it, fights it, fights yeah. it, fights it, fights it. But this guy, he, he can't help but to lose all hope. And you know what? Give me the heroin at that point. That's what I'm saying. Well, I agree, but I think for the character Brody, this is just, this just speaks to, now we have the three seasons of all this stuff. It speaks to the kind of guy this is. And this is why Saul was like, he's not going to die. This guy's been through so much shit. That's why he's like, dude, there's no... And yeah. he's our guy. Like, he's this guy's like, the guy to do this. I know this because no one is, can, can go where he's been. I agree. And I thought that was cool. Very, Saul was very, like, no bullshit with him. Like, you know what? I know what you did. Like, I didn't, you didn't do the bombing. You're in, He's like, I'm innocent. Like, not so fast. You're not innocent, dude. You had a suicide vest on. You know? That's like, what not, Carrie, when I like when she pulled yeah. that out. Oh, so I was yeah. like, there's so many other things that you've done. But for sure, I think that... Yeah, Saul's the type of guy to come in there and and pull that that card and be like, let's do it. Like, but he also in the in the whole the aspect of the fact that we're talking about, dude, this poor guy's been through so much. It's also the same thing that lets them know that he's the guy for this. I mean, there's nobody else who could, who could survive. survive. Yeah, sure. You know, totally agree. And, and well, and yeah, it was so. I I think Brody and I love the idea of. God, man, what what a great thing they did here by not this homeland. You know, Brody's on the poster. It's Brody's show mm-hmm. to have him not in the almost the entire series. I know. Have him show up in episode nine and kill for it. presumably the last four episodes. Right, Hot and kill it. It's, it's a gigantic up. risk, but oh, you know yeah. what? Brody killed it, and to make Brody turn Brody from you know uh, all these the, the one character we know as this sort of tortured turn guy who's mm-hmm. going to be the, the, the domestic Brody with the mom and Nana and the suicide vest to like trained special ops killer again. That's kind of cool. Kind of badass. Cool to see, like, we're going to make you the Marine that you were before. I love, I love that whole thing. But I do want to talk about Damien Lewis. Like, what about uh, that guy? Dude. How about that guy? Dude, his detox scenes 
were so but Tom Walker was intense. intense. Yeah, Tom Walker. Shout out to Chris Chalk who <sighs> plays Tom yeah. Walker. I like yes. that they brought that back because that was like the moment I think yeah. where you knew when you found out that he killed Tom Walker. You're like, oh, oh yeah, snap. He's a freaking terrorist. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that, to have that happen, that, like, moment to have to relive, it's just like a snippet into letting you know what torture he was going through. And that that is something that lives in his mind as, like, a regret or something that he's horrified about or haunted by or whatever, if you will. I thought that was a really good device, a storytelling device uh, for... The, the whole to to uh, make him use the hallucinogenic. It reminded the audience that this guy is not a great guy. Oh, remember Tom Walker? Remember that guy? Yeah, like, remember he killed Tom him. Walker? It was That's like his, his boy. Best but they friend. also used they also it used with it. the stabbing. Exactly. They also used it to say yeah. like, with, but when he was with Abu Nazir, he remember tried to kill that himself guy? too. Yeah. <laughs> remember like, who started all this? Exactly. Abu Nazir. But it's almost like he didn't just go. It just reminded like, what he went through with Abu Nazir. It gave it gave you a window into that whatever that hell must have been, which is like I'm not. I'd rather die. Than, than turn for you, Abu Nazir. We need to know, we need to be reminded that he's been, he's going through this, like, round two. Right. You know? Uh, I mean, this, this is also, I mean, like, look, I mean, this is a lot, I mean, Brody is, uh, I but, mean, how, he may snap at some point That's what later. I'm saying. I think that this is the thing. It's like, he, you have to have the Dana thing or the Isa thing dangling mm-hmm. in the corner because there's no way this guy can get through this without that like light at the end of the tunnel. For. Something to fight for, and that's why that's I for the think. Baby. Well, I think we can. Okay, let's wrap up about Brody so we can okay, get yeah, into just, predictions. Uh, because... Just let me. Damian Lewis, amazing performance. Of course, we haven't seen him. Like I said, he killed it. The detox scene was incredible. Ugh. All that stuff. Like, Brody came back with vengeance. Like, but like from anger to like desperation oh, to crying to anger and, oh. and all that stuff to like, oh. defeated. To him but seeing Carrie, he, to, to him. once he came out of that, to interject for a second, yeah. so we can um, kind of get to to the last scene where we see him. Once once he came out of this detox and he's trained, and now you know he's not a hundred percent, but he's like seventy five percent there, maybe mm-hmm. eighty. What did you think about the moment after he saw? Look, he seemed so indifferent to Carrie. So indifferent to her. I'm like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even give a shit about her. Like, mm-hmm. He doesn't care. And then to have him say, I am coming back from this mission because of Dana. And and she's not the only reason. And he looked at Carrie. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about that? that was, I think they, well, he loves her. I think that what it reminded I like him, that they gave us that because I felt like there was yeah. no connection there. Yeah, I like I'm that they, they gave, gave us that. that. I think the reason why that happened is obviously that he realized that like this woman took me to see my daughter. She didn't have to do that. She broke rules as she always does. She took me to see my daughter and probably risked you know, her job and everything else like she always does. But then once that happened, even though it was, didn't go exactly as planned for him, he got in the car and realized that, okay, that was fucked up with my daughter. But and but I've got something to fight for, and you know what? Carrie took me here, and oh yeah, I love her. Like oh, yeah. that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. I think I liked that. I like that As they did guy. that. I like that they had that moment before he got on the plane um, with Saul stint looming in the background. Right. I liked Just that they ended it that way minutes. because they're just giving you a little bit of incentive to hold on to. Like that relationship is not dead. She has the baby. He and her seem like there's a little bit of connection. He's fighting for Dana. Like, you don't, you know that this mission that he's going on is like a huge, like, there's a big chance he's not going to come out of it alive. But because of all these things, it gives you hope. It makes you want to keep watching. I think the Dana thing sort of uh, reminded him of what they've been through together Mm -hmm. when she just was 
spewing this hatred towards him. And then she also spewed some hatred towards Carrie. Yeah. And he turned around and saw her there. I think it was this moment of like, oh my God, we've been through so much together. Like yeah. this, our story together and what she we do is, for yeah. each other. Yep. It sort of snapped it back together. Morgan Taylor. You know, oh, she She did a great job. Well, great, great episode. They, everybody did a great job. The acting is always superb. Yeah. In yep. this episode, they brought it to another level. Yeah, I'm glad that Brody was back. I'm glad we got to see a little bit of the connection between he and Carrie. And uh, miss yeah. that. Can I ask you one question before we get to predictions? That like, if I like Peter Quinn, if I think he's hot? No, yes, not that I one. Do. Yes. <laughs> one question is like we we we, we talked about uh, Senator uh, Lockhart oh. and mm-hmm. that 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 scene, which was fantastic. Like yeah. him sort of like looks at it. And he's and he's pissed. He was mm-hmm. very pissed, but he talked called back. Do you think Saul is really that's it? That really is it for Saul? Do you think that he's no. no way, right? No, 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 no. I really don't. You don't, right? I mean, I'm not jumping to predictions, but no. I, that's I want to. So anyway, just okay. Well, we'll uh, let's talk about. That. Okay, let's right. move into predictions because we can't hold ourselves back. Go. And now you're after Buzz TV. My prediction has to do with Saul too, but what were you going with that? Well, I know I, well, I've got, you know, got so many predictions, but on, on that, I just really think that, like, on the Lockhart thing, that we have not seen the last of, I think Saul is not necessarily angling for that job, and I think Saul is real, but there's no way he's going to be left the hook. I think, yeah, there's I think no way. Lockhart is not going away. I think that Saul is maybe okay with not taking the head position because he also was really starting to care about his wife and making that work out too. But I think that Lockhart, when the time comes for him to either save Saul or screw him over, he's going to screw him over. Right. And here's sure. the other thing. Like, you know, you know, you know, we love, um, I keep forgetting his name, uh, but F. Murray, F. F. Murray Abraham. Oh, Adal. Adal, who's been this sort of shady figure and he's been, now he's back with Saul. Yeah. But we, what about that scene when he was a Lockhart, like, oh, no, he lied to Saul and then also. I don't trust him. And also that bit where he's like, you know, how did, how did Carrie know that he was where, where, you know, yeah, where they because were. Because he told him. And so. Duh. Anyway, Adolf I, I, I has always like played both sides. He's played both yeah. sides, which is again the essence of the CIA, him being a spy, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I really believe that this whole thing with Lockhart and Adal and Saul is not finished. It's not. It's a weird oh, triangle for sure. Yeah. And Adal is playing both sides. Yep. What do you what are your predictions, Julia? I think I am notoriously awful at predictions. Oh, really? Know this, oh, okay. First and foremost, I panic. Well, I panic first. under the pressure. Um, I think, though, that uh, Carrie is going to use this baby as the ultimate manipulation mm-hmm. over Brody. And I think she's going to use the threat, after she tells him, use the threat of termination of the baby to get him to do whatever their bidding is. Right. I am going to kind of jump on that. But my prediction is Saul knows about this baby. Or he's going to find out somehow. And in the moment, in a snap moment, he's going to either make Carrie tell him. Like, we saw that something was going down in the uh, op. He's either going to make her tell him or he or he's going to spit it out. Carrie, tell him about the baby. And she right. is going to be like, no, Brody. Yeah, I think so. That and, and I also think Dana, the whole thing with the name change, I'm still stuck on that one scene where um, her mother said, uh, she went to go change her name and they were signing the papers and Jessica said, how long does it take to come into effect? Right. And she, he said like three to six weeks. I think there's a reason why he said that and I think she, her name isn't legally changed yet and something's going to go down there. Oh, mm. that's good. Mm. So that's my prediction. I don't know. I think she might. Um, great show. Great 
great having you guys Thanks here. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Where, oh my God, kind of a dream come true. I know, yeah. right? Well, well hey, we've show. got a couple more episodes left, so you never know if we might need you, but where I can know. we find you? Uh, find me uh, on Twitter, Julia Carely, which is my name, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Also on Instagram, and you can find me here at AfterBuzz with this guy and a couple others uh, for The Blacklist and more shows coming up next season, okay. too. That's right. And, uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell, on Instagram at Joe Braswell. Also, do the blacklist with Julia and Nando and Joe Sanfilippo. Who cares about him? Uh, and, <laughs> who cares about him? And January and Homeland. January Homeland with uh, with Lauren and uh, on Grantland and on Extra and a bunch of other places. Oh, and, and the Geek Nerd Tech here as oh, well. Oh, yes. That's that Don't too. That. So go ahead. All right, Next. great. And thank you guys also for tuning in and listening and watching and rating on iTunes. Tell a friend, keep the combo going. Five stars all around. I am Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website waiting for you to laugh at all those. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, we will see you next week. This season's almost over. We're so sad to say goodbye, but it's getting so good. Yay, Homeland. See you next week. Homeland. Bye. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 